welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. Today I'm excited to do an interview with Alex Strambu. You may have seen her uh, in your YouTube feed if you've ever searched for anything related to Redbubble. Hey Alex, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So we were just talking about how she's basically dominating the uh, the YouTube tutorials related to Redbubble. So can you share any tips with people like me who are trying to also uh, get some Redbubble videos out there on YouTube on how to get more views, more clicks? Uh, what's your secret? Yeah, no, thanks for all the kind words. Um, but initially I just posted um, a Redbubble tutorial video about how to post an image on Redbubble. So I thought it was something that was simple enough that people who you know are just starting out would want to learn more about or people who haven't even um, started on Redbubble want to learn how to do. So I posted that and at first it actually didn't do too well. So for a few weeks, you know, I got minimal views and my channel was very small at that point. So it's not like I had subs um, to see that video. So after a while, I noticed that it started taking off and I was getting way more views than I originally would. So I noticed that people were interested in the subject and that there was kind of like a lack in the market when you search for Redbubble stuff because a lot of the videos um, were older videos and they were videos that were, I guess, a bit more general about Redbubble. So mm -hmm. I took that as an opportunity and once I saw mine was taking off, I filmed a couple more about, you know, Redbubble related topics. So I have one sharing how much I made on there. Um, I have one sharing like how to become a featured artist and, just, you know, other ones about tips and tricks. So I feel like as long as you're giving people like solid advice, they can follow through on and proof behind your advice. So like I do have, you know, the proof behind my numbers and so do you, Ryan, but mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I feel like as long as you kind of couple those two things together, it really builds, you know, trust and proof that your advice works. So people want to try it out and um, they come back when you have more to offer. Yeah. And one really cool thing that you did was like you shared your, uh, your Redbubble store. Cause like I shared with you a minute ago, like YouTube basically put your video in my feed when I wasn't even looking for Redbubble content. So I clicked it cause I was like, Oh wow. Like this is a pretty big success story and didn't expect you to show your, your shop and your uh, most successful product, which then of course I used to make a channel on a video on my channel, which did really well too. Um, yeah, no, really it's cool. actually um, funny that you mentioned that because I got a lot of people in the comments saying, oh, you shouldn't show your shop. Like, I can't believe you did that. And I don't know, it was like kind of some negative feedback around me doing that. And personally, like I was looking at it, like I'm not the type of shop where I'm like constantly going after like trending designs. So right. I don't think my stuff is like sensitive in that way. Um, it's stuff that I've just taken throughout my trips or, you know, other places that I've been. So to me, it's, you know, you can try to replicate that because there's obviously, like, you know, water pictures everywhere. But I think my store in general has, like, a certain aesthetic and people coming back to it, um, you know, they want to buy images that are in that, like, editing style or in that, like, nature theme. So I didn't really have any issues putting it out there. And um, I wanted people to see kind of, you know, what I was doing and how it was working for me. So if they want to try to copy it, that's fine. But... At this point, you know, there are other pictures of water on Redbubble, but I was able to kind of, you know, use the right tags and couple it together with the rest of my store to make it successful. 
Right. You've got, yeah, there's other ones, but yours is the best. Just, just say it. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. But also just to, to follow up on what you said too, like one thing uh, I do see a lot of people that are, well, not a lot, but I've seen like comments on the video I posted and in my Facebook groups where they've referenced your video and your shop and how much they thought that it just like flowed together really well. Mm -hmm. And um, that's like an interesting thing. To, and before I forget, actually, hey, guys, like I'm going to put a link to uh, Alex's channel in the description. If you want to go show her some love, subscribe, check out her Redbubble videos. Um, very authentic, which I'm sure people will appreciate. Um, you know, like you share your numbers, you share even your products, which is you're going further than I go on my channel. So now you're making me look bad. They're going to want to see my stuff. But uh, <laughs> so one or two here and there. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like you said, though, when you share some of your most successful products, like the, the sales volume you've done is going to cement you in a better spot than if I were to go try to, even if I just copied your exact design, yeah. like what's the likelihood I show up on page one, it's almost zero, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. That's why I wasn't too concerned. And I mean, I feel like, like I said, like I'm approaching it from a different angle, whereas I generally started it because I liked, you know, taking pictures. I liked, you know, making art. So it was just a way for me to make a little bit of money off of all those things that I was doing. And I didn't expect it to take off this much. But now that it has, I definitely want to start taking it more seriously and, um, you know, potentially even like start a new store and testing out some of like those more trendy designs that you were talking about. Because now that I'm in this Redbubble community on YouTube, um, I see so much and there's so much potential beyond kind of what I'm doing. So I've kind of done the fun, passionate side of this. And I want to try a little bit more of like the accelerated income side of it. Yeah. I'm treating it. I don't want to say more like a business because you're crushing me, but I always think of like, if you're going to sit down every day and try to put up X number of products, you do kind of have to venture out into the niche research and yeah, exactly. all that. Um, but it is interesting kind of the two sides of how we approach Redbubble where I sell my soul for chasing whatever trend is out that day. And you go with your passion and actually are, I don't know, should we say artwork? I don't want to insult photography. Is it art? Does it count? I don't know. Like, I feel like I've also gotten like some weird comments on my channel about that, like saying how my stuff isn't like artwork or anything. It's just like pictures. And honestly, like I'm not sensitive to that. Like you can call it whatever you want. Like I'm by no means saying I'm like a pro photographer because you know, some of it was taken on my iPhone. So just um, whatever you want to call it, designs, I don't know. Yeah, if, if it's selling, then if you call it artwork or not, I don't think it really matters. Yeah, yeah. and plus, I can't consider myself an artist because if if you follow any of my videos, anybody watching follows my videos, like I usually preach that you should optimize for the lowest amount of time invested to generate a design anyways, which usually yeah. means like going and getting some other graphic that somebody else made that you can get the rights to and throwing something together. Yeah, but, um, that works for people. Yeah, so so your your background, you'd say, just started as kind of like a passion project, a hobby, and then now you're, it's almost like multifaceted, actually. You mm -hmm. grew it into over $20,000 profit, I think you said, and now you're talking about it on YouTube and growing another branch of your business. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I would have known that when I started, you know, Redbubble and all those sites that it would lead to this, I would have been, I don't know, I was shocked. But uh, initially, definitely, it was just for fun. Um I was initially on Society6 before I found Redbubble. So I found Society6 because of another artist that I want to buy some art from. So it was like a completely natural process. I wasn't even searching for making money like through sites like that. 
Um, so yeah, once I tried Society6, I liked it, had some success on it. And then I actually started Googling other sites that you can do the same thing on. And that's how I came across Redbubble, which ended up being a successful one. Are you on uh, T Public? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've only made about like 40 US dollars on there as of now. I, I haven't really put too much effort into it, um, but I did start it. So I probably should go back and upload some more designs. So I've had decent success. Like my Redbubble numbers are always bigger, but I, someone pointed out to me that Redbubble bought T public. So yeah. as T public starts to like, well, my, as my numbers start to scale up, it, it kind of makes sense that, uh, that if they're using the same like marketing tactics, that's one of the big reasons I like Redbubble that mm -hmm. they, I always say like, you know, make them work for us. Mm -hmm. and, uh, they do rank well on Google and they run a lot of ads and whatnot on our behalf. Yeah, no, I, that's why I signed up for T Public because I got the email um, saying like they were part of Redbubble and they wanted me to create an account um, because I was doing so well in Redbubble that they wanted to like bring me over to T Public. Nice. Um, you probably got that too, but no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what kind of motivated me initially to do it. But then after I, I didn't really see as many sales as I thought I would get from it, I kind of like gave up on it a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, I really should try again. <laughs> yeah, like I don't have any, my, my T public sales are like, they're pretty widespread. It's not like any one listing that's crushing it, you know, whereas like, mm -hmm. I'm sure, well, I know you've shared your, uh, some of your Redbubble success stories, whereas like mine are pretty concentrated at the top too, mm -hmm. you know, where a couple do most of the, do most of the money and then, but um, do you have any like general, so let's get into like what people probably really want to hear. Can you provide any like general actionable tips as far as um, maybe like keyword strategy goes for Redbubble that you think will assist in improving like organic rank? Mm -hmm. Well, personally, I always um, just like brainstorm my own keywords. I know there's a lot of like keyword tools you can get where you can just like copy and paste. And I'm sure they'll probably work, but I've never tried them, so I can't really speak to them. Um, so for me, I just try to come up with I guess around 20 or so keywords. I know Redbubble says like 15 to 20 is like the sweet spot. Um, keywords that I think are relevant to not only like the picture that's showing, but also like the lifestyle of kind of the people that would be buying something like that. Mm. So, you know, obviously there's probably like a certain type of person that would buy something from my store. And I try to embody like, you know, everything they might be searching for in those keywords. So not only just like, you know, ocean or water, but I also do like adventure or travel because people that like water they, or ocean, they probably also like traveling or adventures or stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I try to think of it like more on a broader level than just exactly what's in the image. And I think it's worked for me so far. So uh, that's definitely something I'd recommend. Don't just like narrow in or zoom in, I guess, on exactly what you see but think of like other things that embody that image that's great advice too because it's it's funny how like my strategy i swear is kind of like opposite of yours and it's you're having more success so i'm all on board with like saying hey what what you just suggested targeting those broader uh keywords is going to get you more like mass appeal um or hopefully at least whereas i just always I don't know. I always just assume that it's going to be so saturated that like, I'll just take my one sale every other month by being like extremely refined mm -hmm. and then just blasting the catalog with more products and trying to build up that way. 
Yeah. And I think both strategies probably work. Yeah, exactly. Like we both had a lot of success. So it just depends kind of what type of artist I guess you are and uh, what you're looking to get out of it. But there's more than one way to win on there. Mm -hmm. And do you have any other plans for I'm a big fan of diversifying income streams. Like we talked about, you were you achieved success on Redbubble and then you grew that into a new income stream with uh, your YouTube channel. And do you have any other plans for anything complimentary? Yeah, I mean, I definitely love to one day, obviously, like be living the same life you are where you can just kind of do um, your own projects and have passive income working for you and, um, you know, do whatever you want in the meantime. But with my YouTube channel, obviously, I want to grow that as much as I can with other streams so whether that's like affiliate links or um, collabs or courses down the line like I have nothing like that planned yet but definitely like where I see um, my channel going in in that sense and I definitely want to try kind of joining more print-on-demand platforms and um, you know approach it with a new strategy where I can just I guess post more because obviously like photography you can only post so much if you're not necessarily going anywhere or if you're stuck in the same area all the time, but it'd be great to try a different strategy and see how that works for me. Um, yeah. I mean, kind of a typical YouTube road, I guess. Yeah. And that would be great to share with your audience. I'm sure people would be interested. I'd be interested to like follow your journey too. Um, I'm sure you've seen other YouTubers who are kind of transparent about launching some new um, or attempting to launch a new passive income stream. There's one named uh, cupcake trainings. And I really like her channel as well. She kind of does that where she's, Hey, she says, Hey guys, we're going to try, you know, selling on Amazon, uh, through seller central. And we're going to sell print on demand there. And let's see, she actually reviewed like one of my videos. (laughs) She was like playing me in the background and then she'd pause it and be like, all right, I trust him. Or like, Oh, he's full of it. Don't listen to him. (laughs) I felt I was watching yours. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of like how I approach this too. Like, I don't want to be over reliant on any one income stream. So I think you're on the right path as far as um, as far as like my opinion goes. Yeah, no, thanks. And I mean, I'm still new. Like, I wasn't expecting to be monetized this quickly. So I definitely don't have like a plan set for my channel yet because it's still all like very new and fresh, and um, I have to kind of think it through a little bit more. But at the beginning, I do want to keep it kind of like organic on my channel and I don't want to like push out you know a million different things to people just so that I can make a little bit of extra money so when Mm -hmm. the time is right and like when the opportunity is right I definitely want to do those kind of things um I have tried drop shipping before but I don't know it was not very successful and uh I I don't think I approached it the right way but I'm honestly open to like any past income income streams yeah I have a buddy that does drop shipping and it's it everything that I talk about on my channel is more or less complimentary in some way. And mm-hmm. dropshipping to me is like outside the mold because it relies so heavily on like dr- driving, you know, it's just Facebook ads really. I mean, yeah. to sum it up, it's really that side of it that to me, I wasn't a huge fan of. Plus you have to hire a VA, I think for customer service. Yeah. So. I feel like there's just so many elements to it. And like, it is a lot of upfront cost, even though you don't think it is initially. So yeah. yeah, that's one of the biggest fallacies associated with uh, dropshipping for sure. Whereas like print on demand, as you can attest to, truly like Redbubble is free, right? And they yeah. just pay out royalties. You don't have to do any customer service even. So. Exactly. No, that's why it's great. Cool. So hey guys, if you're not on Redbubble, by the way, uh, signing up is free like we just mentioned. And if you're looking for tips on how to get started, how to thrive on the platform, 
like I said earlier, Alex is more successful than me on Redbubble and her channel's putting out great content. So there's going to be a link in the description if you want to go um, follow up, subscribe. Uh, are you active in the comments if people have questions? Yeah, I try to be as active as I can. And I'm going to start like taking out chunks of my day where I can just like reply to all the ones that have been like backlogged. Mm -hmm. um, definitely like, initially when I post the video I am and then like throughout the week I'll be active so cool well hey thank you again for being here and uh yeah we're gonna be dropping an interview on your channel too so guys look out for that and um yeah thank you for being here thanks for having me and yeah come check out the one on my channel